Ibrahim Islamic Center provides the space to connect people through fellowship, learning, spiritual cultivation rooted in love and service. This is an essential value and a thread that runs throughout all of our programming and talks. My name is Khalis Rashad. I am the Imam and Director of the Center. To learn more, please visit us online at IbrahimCenter.org and to donate, you can visit IbrahimCenter.org forward slash give. I pray that you find value in this talk or presentation to follow and please keep us in your prayers. Assalamu alaikum. نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفر ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا ما يحد الله فمن له من مضل وما يلل الله فمن له من هاد أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا محمد عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون أما بعد certainly the praises are for Allah we praise Him we thank Him we seek His forgiveness we seek His aid we seek Allah's refuge from the evil that can come from ourselves and we seek His refuge from malicious bad character. Whomsoever Allah guides, no one can lead them astray. And whomsoever Allah Ta'ala leaves astray, no one can guide them. We witness that there is no deity, no God worthy to be worshipped except Allah. And we witness that Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the present, the peace be upon him, is Allah's servant, his messenger prophet to all of humanity. Allah says in the Qur'an, O you who believe, fear Allah as he should be feared and do not die unless you are in a state of submission, a state of Islam. And what follows, brothers and sisters, we welcome you to Salat al-Jum'ah. Today, with Allah's permission, I want to talk a bit about sahbah, uh, what we know to be companionship. And no doubt that we, during this quarantine, um, and may Allah give ease to all, and may Allah give shifa, may Allah give taysir wa shifa, that is ease and healing um, to all. And we know as a result of this pandemic that one thing that is truly suffering is sahbah, it is companionship. And so, Perhaps over the next few khutbahs, the next few talks, I'd like to just share some thoughts, some reflections on, um, you know, one, what is 
sahba, what are the benefits of it, and what it, uh, how it relates to our everyday life. So what is sahba, the religious and spiritual effects of sahba, i.e. the benefits of it, and just some imperatives um, with regards to the, if you will, right of companionship that we have upon one another. And so the challenge of our time is in sahba. We have many challenges, but perhaps one of the major challenges of our time is the challenge of sahba. We're in a time where digital sahba, the digital companionship is taking precedence, precedence, and perhaps rightfully so given the situation, given the circumstances that we're in. But we should understand what happens when the digital takes precedent over what's real with regards to companionship uh, and all the uh, nuances and the benefits that come as a result of simply being in the company of one another. So I want to remind myself first and foremost as well as you um, about this story when to me it is one of the most ideal stories about companionship and this is the story of the Prophet وسلم, and Abu Bakr an, in the cave and we know that when the Meccans, the pagan Meccans were putting pressure on the beloved Prophet putting pressure on the beloved community. And the Prophet had to leave in the middle of the night. And Abu Bakr, whom became known as As-Siddiq, the truthful, and he's also known as the friend of the Prophet He accompanied the Prophet and they laid their plans, and, and we spoke about this a few weeks ago in a, in, a, in a prior khutbah, that they laid plans. The Prophet instead of going north to Medina, he took south to get to Medina in the middle of the night. And he asked someone, someone was hired to actually cover their tracks because the pagan Meccans, they were, they are uh, earthy people, if you will. They are people who know the land. They know how to hunt, they know how to track, they know all of these things. And so someone was hired to cover the tracks of them. Imagine Imagine how much diligence and detail that takes to spend the time covering the tracks of the beloved Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the Prophet, and his friend Abu Bakr. And not only that, they had someone that was constantly bringing them news 
while they were in the cave, bringing them intelligence. What are the Meccans up to? What's going on in Medina? Are we safe? But still in the midst of all of this, Abu Bakr, radiallahu anhu, may Allah be pleased with him, he had concerns. He had anxieties. He had fears. And the fear and the anxiety wasn't for himself. His fear and his anxiety was for the safety of the Prophet This is companionship. And so what does it mean even today for us to have companionship with the Prophet What is sahba with the, with the Prophet? We're talking about sahba amongst ourselves. We can get to that and, we will, and, we'll, and we'll talk about that. But perhaps as friends, we want to know, you know, what is your relationship with the Prophet Do you think about him? Do you read his seerah at least once a year? Do you say salawat, prayers and peace upon the Prophet often? Do we think about him? Do we reflect upon him? And the sacrifices that he gave for us, for this religion. And how he had a heart that was sound enough to hold the Quran, which is our, is, which is our guidance, which is our ultimate source of guidance. Allah says that he revealed the Quran upon your heart, speaking to the Prophet He didn't reveal it on his head, on his intellect. He put it on the heart. And we know that the heart is the spiritual center. The heart, ultimately, yes, we want to read and understand and process the Quran with our intellect, but the heart is the true receptacle for guidance and spiritual openings. And so, Abu Bakr, concerned about his friend, fearful. And just to give you a picture of the cave, my encouragement to myself as well as to you is to be consistent students of the seal. Of the, of the prophetic biography. And there are so many wonderful biographies of the Prophet But one thing to know about the cave that they were in, Thor, was that it was a cave. In order to get into the entrance of the cave, you actually had to stoop pretty low. And that says a lot about the Prophet وسلم, and, and Abu Bakr. You pretty much had to stoop low to get into the cave. And so, 
as they were in the cave, the Meccans came, and there are some narrations that they actually saw their footsteps at the entrance of the cave. And Abu Bakr really became fearful. And when they looked, they saw, so when Abu Bakr became fearful, the Prophet said, La tahzan, don't worry, don't stress. And this is, this is the verse in the Quran. The verse is in Surah Tawbah, which says, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إذ يقول لصاحبه When he said to his Sahaba, when he said to his Sahab, when he said to his companion, لا تحزن, do not worry. إن الله معنا Certainly, Allah is with us. That's an affirmation. That when you own the when you own hot, when you own truth, when you own what's real, Allah is with you. And if Allah wants to, to want to protect your mission, your purpose, your why, Allah is with us. And so the Prophet says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says to Abu Bakr, La tahzan, do not worry. And when they looked down and they saw the footsteps of the enemy, and the Prophet whispers, La tahzan, do not worry, to his friend, to his sahib, to his companion. And the pagan Meccans, they saw that there was a spider web at the entrance of the cave. And then they saw, some never said that there, there, that there were birds that had actually laid their nests. So the angels worked very, very quickly to also protect the Prophet and then they said, well, he, they can't be in this cave. Spiderweb is, is, is covering. The birds have their nests here. Nothing is disturbed. Allah. Inna Allah ma'ana. Certainly, Allah is with us. And we know that this companionship First and foremost, with the Prophet and the relationship, Allah says in the Quran that the Prophet is closer to them than their own selves. Let that marinate. How can anyone be closer to me than my own self? What is that relationship? Sometimes we don't even understand the proximity of the Prophet ﷺ to us. 
and the relationship and the companionship that we have with the Prophet And so the verse continues. When he said, when his companion said, when, when he said to his companion, وسلم, do not worry, do not grieve, verily Allah is with us, فَأَنزَلَ sakinatuhu. Sakinatuhu alayh. Do not worry, Allah is certainly with us. So Allah sent down his serenity and it reassured his companion. So imagine this, that when this sakina, when this reassurance, this state of rest entered the heart of Abu Bakr, he was good. He was good. And we don't have to worry, we don't have to grieve, we don't have to have fret and anxiety about anything in life when we know that Allah is with us. We have an aqidah. We have a theology. And our theology is much, even, even deeper than the six articles of faith that we are so used to hearing. But in some ways it takes a lifetime simply just to understand those. And being a community that has a, an aqidah, being a community that has a theology, if we believe in Allah, if we believe in the angels, if we believe in the prophets, the books, if we believe in divine decree, if we believe in the last day, La tahzan, do not worry. Inna Allaha ma'ana. Certainly Allah is with us. And if we have a purpose, if we have, in other words, we leave this life when we've, when we've, uh, when we've accomplished whatever purpose it is that Allah has for us. Life and death is in Allah's hands. We believe in Qadr. We believe that there is a divine decree. Bismillah wa billah wa salatu wa salamu ala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So, if we are around the right companions, if we have the right sahaba, that sahaba has a way of placing tranquility into the heart. But especially divine companionship. This relationship between the Prophet and Abu Bakr, the Prophet and the rest of his companions. Why do we think that they are called Sahab? Where did our beloved Daisy brothers and sisters get the term Sab? Mufti Sab. Right. We hear this. It's it's they, they, they dropped the H, right? It's, 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 it's sahib, sahab. It's an honorific um, title. And even though during the Prophet's time, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, 
and the community, the generation shortly after, because they were also in the Prophet's time or benefited from those who were directly in the Prophet time. These people, whether they were direct companions of the Prophet or a generation after, these people were mufassirs. They were people who gave tafsir of the Quran, such as Ibn Abbas, Ibn Umar, and others, many others, Aisha, radiallahu anhum. They were mujahids. They were people who fought in battles for the sake of Islam. They were mujtahids, scholars of fiqh. But the highest title was Ashab Rasulullah. The highest title for them was to be companions of the beloved Prophet And that they were very, very fortunate uh, men and women. So, inshallah, next week we can continue, well, the week after, because there's another khatib next week, inshallah, but the week after we'll continue with this uh, subject of sahba and, it's in, and, and, it is and, it, and, and, and how it is really critical uh, to our um, way of life, first and foremost. So, for example, the Prophet wasallam said, أَرَجُلُوا عَلَى دِينِي خَلِلِّهِ فَلْيَنْظُرْ أَحَدَّكُمْ مَنْ يُخَالِبُ which means a person is on the deen, the way of life of their friend. So let them have another. Let them look to whom they befriend. In other words, be conscious of whom you befriend. We have friends, quote unquote, who could actually, and when we're building friendships, we should be aware, is this friendship destructive to me or is it constructive? Where is this person going in life? Because you will either uh, descend or downgrade based upon your friendships or you will upgrade based upon your friendships. And of course, the best types of friendships are those friendships that are righteous. The friendships, when you're amongst them, there is beauty in them. Allah's name is mentioned. These are the best friendships. May Allah bless us with, with good friendships. Allah give us good in this world as well as good in the afterlife and save us from the punishment of the fire. ربنا لا تزق قلوبنا بعد إذ حديتنا وحبل لملدك الرحمة إنك أنت الوهاب. Allah let not our hearts deviate after you've guided us and grant us from your presence and mercy. Surely you are the bestower, the grantor. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Allahumma ameen. Aqeem as-salah.